Hey, this is Aisha Crumbine, and you are listening to the Parenting as Leadership podcast, also known as Make Room for Kids. And this podcast is for parents who want to make room for their children to be themselves, to live a life of promise. And we see our role as parents as the ultimate act of leadership so we can help our kids be the leaders of their own lives and be amazing, amazing adults. Thanks for tuning in. Here's to building a tribe of parents who are making room for kids. So in one of the early episodes, um, we talked about what are the defining characteristics of parenting as leadership. And that fell into three categories. One, um, parenting as leadership requires that we set a vision. Um, Two, that we invest other people in that vision and the role that they can play in making that vision become a reality. And then three, um, that we, oh my gosh, this is all my stuff. (laughs) This is what happens when you don't write your notes and you are recording from the cup. Anyway, um, number three is that you build capacity in people to do what they can towards realizing the vision. Um, So today we are going to talk about the first one, that is setting a vision. Um, I think that this is probably the most important aspect of parenting as leadership because I I immediately think like without a vision, the people perish. Yes, it's a Bible verse. No, I'm not uber religious or that's not what this is about. But I think there is some real truth to, to that adage. If you don't have a clear sense of where you are going, you won't know when you get there. You don't know the markers to look for along the way. And that means you can't course correct or know if you're going the wrong way. Um, So today we are gonna talk about vision setting, what it means for your child and what it means for you. All right, so when we talk about setting a vision for your child, as one of your primary responsibilities as parenting, when you're parenting as an act of leadership. The idea is that you are um, saying who, not not necessarily who, because I, I think that's where it gets tricky. It is what type of person do I want my child to be? If we think in terms of the end goal, like what do you want to be true at the end? When people create vision boards, they're saying, here's a picture of the reality I want. So when you are setting a vision for your child, you are saying, when I think about my child as a whole person or as a teenager or as even an adult, what type of person do I want to build them up towards? Who do I want them to be? Um, And I'm almost kind of on saying, who do I want them to be? Because sometimes people mishear that and they hear, what do I want them to be? And people will say, I want my child to be a doctor. I want my child to be an engineer. I want my child to be a lawyer. Um, And in some way, I think we've moved away from that because so many of our parents said they wanted us to be those things. And we know what the pressure to fulfill our parents' dreams feels like. And so I think this, this newer generation of parents is actually really careful to not say what they want their children to be, 
Um, but then we're not always saying how we want them to be. So when we talk about setting a vision, think of it like a trip. You are, when you say, I'm going to take a trip to Denver, or I'm going to take a road trip to Connecticut or Colorado, you are setting a vision for where you want to go. So then my first question in setting a vision for your child is, I want my child to be whole, like a whole pie, whole, right? That might be an example. I might also say, I want my child to be confident. Um, My vision for my children center around, I want my kids to know who they are, to make space for their gifts, and to, to feel confident showing up as themselves. That's what I want for my kids. I want my kids to know who they are, to make space for their gifts, and feel confident showing up as themselves. And my belief is that if my kids get to that place, they are better or more likely to be whole human beings or whole adults. Nothing in that had anything to do with what professions I want them to have, what um, careers or how much money. For me, arriving at the destination is they know who they are, they know their gifts, they make room for those gifts, meaning they honor them, they look for careers and make decisions that align with their strengths and talents, and that they feel confident showing up as their whole selves. If my kids do that, and they decide they want to, I don't know, work in the service industry, I'm like, yo, I've seen those strengths in you since you were a baby. This, this, you are happy, you are in perfect alignment by your own standards. High five, honey, I've arrived at my destination. Um, And the, the beauty in that for me, in knowing where I want them to be and knowing what kind of people I'm inspiring for them to be, it helps me know how to treat them so that they get to that place. It helps me know how to talk to them. It helps me pay attention to certain behaviors. It helps me parent as a leader because I am looking at them and saying, if I want you to be aware of your strengths and to make room for your strengths, meaning I want you to to do things that help nurture and develop your strengths, that means as a parent, I have to be paying attention to them. That means as a parent, when I see my son loves to cook, I am going to celebrate that in him and say, you know, I really appreciate how much you dig into cooking. I love that this is something that is interesting to you. And then I am going to feed that for, you know, Christmas break. He got a gift. So he went to Sur La Table and did one of the kids cooking classes and loved it. And we live in Texas, so we have H-E-B. H-E-B had cooking classes. We have signed him up for that. So we then nurture the things, we support the things that, that are his strengths and interests because in doing so, we are teaching him that he can value the things that he's interested in. So he is learning by our decision and our support of him what it means to say, oh, I'm really good at this or I'm really interested in this. And 
that is okay and it is valuable, let me dig into it more. So that is an example of how my vision is that he is aware of his strengths and his talents, that he makes room for them, that he honors them, that he, that he leans into them, and then that he feels confident showing up as himself. Um, another example uh, that I think might provide some context. So my son is eight years old. Um, I have a six-year-old daughter. And when they were first born, I, my, the thing that I constantly told myself was, my job is not to create them. They already have their strengths and their talents. They already have their gifts. My job is to look for them in them and then to make room, to model what it means to, to make room for their talents, to nurture their talents. Um, the second one isn't necessarily a talent, but I think it helps um, might help you make sense of what it means to make room for kids and to allow them to show up as themselves. When my daughter and I were polishing our nails at some point, I'm not even like a nail polishing kind of person, but my daughter is, and so we polish nails. My son was like, I want to polish my nails too. And and at no point did I go, uh uh-uh, uh, that's not for that's not for girl that's not for boy boys, that's a girl thing. I was like, Oh, if I want him to be the type of boy who is confident in showing up as himself, I tend to say yes more than I say no. Because no's are almost like boundaries. So when you are drawing those boundaries, you are then saying this part of you or this part of your curiosity is not okay. And because I don't particularly think that painting your nails makes you more of a girl or less of a girl, I was like, pick a color out of the bag. And we all sat down and we painted our nails. And then in in that process, he learned that painting your nails isn't a girl thing or a boy thing. So when he talked to an adult who then said, why you have your nails painted? That's for girls. His response verbally was, anybody can paint their nails if they want to. It's not a boy thing or a girl thing. And for me, I was like, check. That was a landmark that I was going in the right direction because I saw him feeling confident to show up as himself. Right. So that's the benefit of saying like, oh, this is where I this is where I want my child to be. This is the type of person I want them to be. What does that mean about the decisions I make in parenting that will help me help them get there? And then what are some of those landmarks I could expect to see to know that I'm going in the right direction? That's the benefit of creating a vision for your child. Now. The real question is, how do you, both how do you do that? And then what does that mean for you as a parent? Um, You can set a vision for your child, but that also means you have to set a vision for yourself. What type of parent do I need to be to get my child to where I aspire for them to be? That, that is where the real work comes in. So what I would ask of you as you are thinking and listening to this episode, one, what are 
you know, if you closed your eyes and saw your child as a 10 year old or as a 15 year old or as a 20 year old or as a 30 year old, and you're thinking about your own children as parents themselves, what would light your heart up? Like what, what would you see in your children that would make your heart swell? How would they make decisions? How would they show up in the world? What type of people would they be? And in truth, some of this, some of your responses will likely come from gaps or, or things in your own life that were misses for you. And that's fine. That's fine. I was not a confident girl growing up. Hardly. Um, and so when I set my vision for my daughter, absolutely, I was really thoughtful about like, what do I think it takes for a girl to grow up and, and, and know who she is, be aware of her gifts, to make room for them and to confidently show up as herself, right? Like you can hear some of that self-esteem, self-esteem all throughout there. And that definitely came from a place of, it was something I didn't feel like I had until I was older, but that I wanted to begin building in my children from the very beginning. So one question, um, that's the first question I would ask of you. If you closed your eyes and really thought about where you wanted to go with your children, What's the vision you have for them, for the type of people they will be at different stages of their lives? Like, how will your child show up in elementary school? Middle school is crazy, y'all. So how do you how do you want them to show up in middle school? How do you want them to be like if you're like as an adult, I am envisioning my child this kind of way, making decisions this kind of way, treating people this kind of way. And if my child did those things, I, my heart would swell with, with joy and pride and, and happiness because that was my vision for them. So that is part one. And once you're going to write that down, um, and this is unique to you, like you can do it with a friend if you want, maybe you can have a vision writing party, like a vision board party, your call. Um, but part, part two of that is then asking the question, what does that mean for me as a parent? What does that mean about how I respond to their request? What does that mean about the activities I put them in? What does that mean about what I say yes to and what I say no to? What does that mean about um, everything? Because you can't have a vision for your child and not have a vision vision for yourself as a parent to help them get there, right? The, The vision for your child is like the end destination of your road trip. The vision for yourself are the directions that you have to take, the the decisions you have to take or the route you have to take in order to get to that destination, right? You can't just be like, I'm going to Denver. How are you going to get there? I don't know. Or that doesn't work, right? So having a vision for yourself is your roadmap and have a vision for your child is the end destination where you are trying to get to. So that is what I mean by vision. 
um, word of caution, I'm putting a big asterisk right here because I, I want you to remember to think that this is not about profession. This is not about choosing a career. This is not about saying, I want my child to make a lot of money. Um, this is about saying what type of person or how do you want them to be? Because that will ultimately lead to them living that more fulfilled life, right? I know tons of people, people who, whose parents said, you know, I want you to be a lawyer. I want you to be a lawyer. You argue a lot. You could be a lawyer. And they went to law school and they racked up a lot of law school debt and they became lawyers and they are miserable. And maybe it's the legal profession. I don't know. But they are, that is not, like if you ask them, are you honoring and making room for your gifts? Are you confidently showing up as yourself? There might be some disconnect because the vision that people sewed into them, so to speak, was about a career, was about a job title, not about their gifts, not about them as people. And so I want to make sure you hear the difference, right? A vision is not about a career. We don't know what careers are going to end up exist when our children are old. We have no idea. But we do know that if we want our children to be resilient, we want our children to be kind, there are things that we have to do along the way to get them to that place. So that is today's episode. I would love, love, love to hear what your vision is for your child or your children. And it is okay to have different visions for different ones. I would ask you why you do, but that's something else. Anyway, I'd love to hear what your vision is for your child and what that means your vision is for yourself as a parent. What is, how are you leaning into parenting as a leadership now understanding what it means to have a vision for your child and then to have a vision for yourself. Alrighty, thanks for tuning in to Parenting as Leadership, the podcast for parents who want to help their children live more promising, fulfilling, happy lives. Um, if you have enjoyed this episode, please, 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 I encourage you to provide a review, write a review, let me know what you liked, let me know um, what I can do better. And you can do that review wherever you listen to it, iTunes, wherever other podcasting way you found this. Um, and if you have direct feedback for me, please don't hesitate to send me an email. My email address is Aisha, A-I-S-H-A, at crumbvineed.com. Um, a way to remember that is it looks like crumb I need. That's how you spell it. So feel free to shoot me an email. Here's to making room for our kids. <laughs>